The Pokemon Go podcast is made possible 100% by you and other listeners just as awesome as you are. If you want to support the show and get a little something in return, just go to patreon.com slash Pokemon Go podcast. Hello and welcome to the Pokemon Go podcast, your number one source for news, reviews, and tips to help you catch them all. My name is Joseph Ard, and with me today is the best friend you wished you had, Barry <laughs> Folk. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me on this week. Really appreciate it. Yeah, he is one of the nicest guys I know. I can't stress that enough. No, thanks. Well, you guys, I mean, this is a community that I discovered maybe about six months after I started playing, and it was one of those, like, I'm playing. Why aren't I listening to a Pokemon Go podcast? I found you guys, and what was neat was that at the time I was listening to Brian on Coverville and a couple other shows. I'm like, wait a second, I know this guy already. <laughs> so he was my gateway into you guys. Well, that sounds wrong. And um, <laughs> quickly uh, got to know you, Joe, and, and Charles, and as probably some of the people know that are listening, that I got to meet Charles that first year at GoFest in Chicago, and I just got super lucky I was in Chicago that week. And uh, have had the great opportunity to meet all of you over the years. So um, that's to me, that's what Pokemon's really all about is that community and the fact that uh, you know we all got to you know share time together in Chicago. Um, it, it was awesome that you stayed here, and uh, we had just a blast. I mean, just hanging out in the, the deck at night after the, the evenings and and chatting. It was it was it was wonderful. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Spending time, you know, going to these live events is awesome awesome in and of itself um but meeting people and making that connection is just that much better and so yeah, yeah. and even charles yeah even charles <laughs> but you know like you guys did dragon con this year and i was going to atlanta for other reasons and i realized wait a second i'm gonna be in the atlanta area so reached out to charles said hey i'm gonna be in the area and he's like Barry, you need to come and stay an extra day because we're doing the giant size team up. And <laughs> I'm like, you're right, I do. And it was great because you were still there and uh, got to go to the barbecue and got to meet a bunch of the great people. Some of them are in the chat, like Nicole. And it was, again, it was just such a great time to meet with everybody. And, of course, we got in some raids and, and some good catching. <laughs> yeah, I almost missed you because I, I had to take off early because I was working the next day. Yep. But yeah, I was so happy that you made it before I took off. So, and Charles, his wife loves to just be a hostess. So that's oh, right up phenomenal. her alley. Oh, absolutely. So, um, but what has been your experience this past week? Well, it has been busy. So uh, for me, uh, it's part of my travel theme. Uh, last weekend was community day. Uh, I was in Fort Collins visiting my daughter. She goes to Colorado State University. And she is, she plays uh, not as frequently as I do, but uh, what's nice is that when I'm out there, she's not like, well, what do you mean you're going to spend three hours catching Pokemon? She's, you know, she's totally cool with it. Um, she actually just really just shopped, but it was just great to walk around. And that's what I love about some of these uh, college campus areas. They are just loaded with stops and spawning, and it's just a great place to do community day. So I was out there, um, and I was just catching you know, just like normal. And what was neat was right at the end, uh, these three uh, young gentlemen came up to me and they must have seen me with my phone out. And they're like, hey, are you playing Pokemon? 
I'm like, well, yes, I've gotten past the, you know, any kind of embarrassment point. I'm like, yeah, I'm all in. I'm playing. And they're like, oh, hey, you know, there's going to be, you know, they're going to be doing another special hour afterwards. And I had actually not known that, that they're going to do the Galarian wheezing. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Well, thanks. And they're like, cool. So we'll see you. There's like a little square there. We'll see you there in about a half an hour. Okay. And then they said, that's when the, the spawn will happen. And I wasn't really kind of putting two and two together. So went back, uh, was grabbing uh, some tea, uh, just waiting. Cause I'm like, okay, we'll meet at, uh, at that time, you know, it ended at two. So they said about two 30 and then I'm like, well, that's odd. Cause now of course the spawns are all over, all over the city because it started immediately after community day. And they, I think they got confused thinking it was starting at the end. And even though they've been playing for a while, they didn't, they don't raid a lot, especially the higher level raids. Cause they're not themselves that high in levels. So I'm wandering around and I see a Galarian raid. I'm like, all right, well, I have to go in, right? And you see me, Joe. I've got my multiple phones out. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. Oops, sorry. And I and I uh, was able to get the first one. I was very excited about that. So I'm kind of walking around the square. And sure enough, there's the three kids. And they're like, oh, hey, you, you made it. I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it, we still have like about uh, 10 more minutes before it starts. I'm like, no, you have 10 more minutes before it's over and they like totally panicked they're like oh okay great we'll jump in here i'm like well i cannot because i just raided at that spot (laughs) so we had to walk a few minutes away we found another uh, raid um and it was really cool and actually of course big surprise they're all youtubers even though they're probably about 14 or 15 and uh, (laughs) everyone's a youtuber these days right yeah exactly and they're like hey do you mind if we record i'm like oh absolutely it'd be fine um so it was great because between the counts that I had and, and, and the three of them, no problem taking it down. They were super excited. They were able to get it. So I was able to get two, which was nice. And uh, these are really cool. So those of you who have seen the Galarian wheezing, it's this giant smokestack, green stuff coming out. It's it's definitely unusual. And Joe, I know that's your area of expertise because I don't really know the generations and different forms and things like you do. So the Galarian um, forms are from the newest release so sword and shield just barely came out okay and that's where it's from so i don't know hardly anything about the <laughs> new ones but i also grabbed one um and what i did is i was actually raiding with a friend of mine and we had um a lucky trade queued up so we actually nice. just took our galarian wheezings and said swap all right so uh, I ended up with a 98% Galarian wheezing, and he ended up with a 99% oh, or 96%. So, yeah. Yeah, so it turned out real nice. Um, and I also beat Sierra this past week. Um, I'm still building up for my second um, rocket radar. I probably should have held off until I was further in the... Um, further in the quest line. Um, but I just wanted to, to battle. So I battled Sierra and it took me a few different rounds to actually beat her. Um, cause I I actually was trying to do tanky Pokemon, just like we had recommended on stream and other people have recommended. And that didn't work for me. I don't know if I was just doing it wrong or what. Um, but what I ended up doing is, uh, her first two Pokemon were ice types 
So she had um, Sneasel, Lapras, and yep. Alakazam was her last one. And so I tossed two uh, Machamps at her, and I tossed a Tyranitar. And so the Machamps, yes, the charge move is good, but they don't necessarily need it to dish out damage. And so I was able to dish out the damage and burn through her um, her blocks, oh, two, uh, yeah, her shields, blocks. and with the Machamps. And then when I got to Alakazam versus the um, Tyranitar, it was quick and easy because he had nothing to block um, Crunch. So built up Crunch, used Crunch, and bam, it was all over. Sweet. Nicely done. You'll have to try that one. Now, when you finished that one, what did you get the opportunity to uh, catch? Do you remember? Um, who was it? Let's see. Let me just search by shadow. Yeah. It was the Sneasel. It was oh, okay, the Sneasel cool. that um, she used at the beginning, which I think that's what it always is for her, but I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I haven't seen too many of the um, Articunos. Out there. So the Articuno comes from Giovanni. Yeah, I figure that's that's a that's a Terry Wolf move. <laughs> yeah, and so it's it's just been a, a fun week getting to play. Um, I hatched a whole bunch of eggs because the during Community Day, it um, there was the quarter hatch distance, so I hatched a whole bunch of eggs. Surprisingly, though, I caught seventy or eighty. Uh, Chimchars, I didn't find a single shiny. Ooh, bummer. But yeah, I was um, <laughs> I was just really walking all over uh, Fort Collins when I was doing Community Day, and obviously wanted to get the shiny. So, it, it, and I know sometimes there are people that are pro gotchas and people who aren't, but there are times when you're just walking around, you just want to let stuff catch in the background. And I found it to be actually very effective. At some point, you end up getting those. I mean, you're going to burn through a lot of regular balls. But if you're in an area where it's congested or if you, maybe you're just doing something else and you're like, well, let it kind of catch in the background, it's, it's been helpful. And I've actually found <laughs> it to be more successful than just standard catching. catching. So, so I did end up getting one, which was nice. And I then uh, evolved it to the uh, Infernape shiny. Very nice. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I have a few Infernapes from um community day but um nothing yeah like they've got decent stats but other than that i didn't get a shiny but you know maybe i'll get yeah. one in december well and i do i always like to take one you know one of them to evolve to get the special move set but almost always the catches i have from community day are kind of eh. so i did fortunately have um uh, one a chimchar from before that was like 90 some percent and evolve that up. So I've got the blast burn on a, on a pretty powerful one, which that was nice. So I've got one shiny, one powerful, and and I'm pretty, pretty happy with that. So it was a pretty good community day. I was, I was pretty happy with it. Um, and I know we'll talk later about December's in a bit, but uh, looking forward to that, but uh, it was good. And, you know, just in general, I, I, I'm pleased that they've been keeping a lot of activities going on. They've really been trying to keep, some level of activity going on almost every week. And I think that's, it's good for the community, especially this time of year. Um, you know, out here in Chicago, we already had snow, so it's starting to get a little 
harder for us to get out and about and uh, do some of these raids and certain other things. So by doing the special events and, and, and such, it's it's been really keeping me engaged, which I appreciate. Very nice. Yeah. Um, now, this first thing, like we talked about the raid hour, um, the, the next thing to talk about is something that was actually announced um, yesterday. Um, so the... On our list of stuff, it's called prepared for prepare for increased team rocket activity. Um, so if you happen to go over to our uh, subreddit, that is on our subreddit. Uh, it's poke it's reddit.com slash r slash Pokemon Go podcast, um, and we put all of our sources over there. Uh, and so this was announced. Um, just yesterday, and prepare for increased Team Rocket activity. Ah. This is a event that's hap- that's starting on the 24th, um, but they don't actually have a uh, a end time on this. Um, they've just said that Team Go Rocket Grunts are taking over every Pokestop for the duration. Oh wait, they don't have an end time or end date. Because they have an end time. It's a two-hour window. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's so it's 11 a.m. Yeah, it's 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in your local time zone. So basically what they're saying is that, you know, the grunts will be taking over every Pokestop for the duration. So this will be a good chance because I know some of the uh, special research items and quests require those. I think there's a six or ten that you need. Um, and certainly if you want to get upgrade your badges, um, this is a great opportunity because uh, I was actually looking last night to get some and, there were none in the area. So that'll be good. So you want to collect the grunts. And this is also for those of you who haven't had the radar, you need six of the mysterious items. So this will be a good chance to catch up on those and just kind of work on your cl- collecting of shadow Pokemon. Um, I know I've got, I've gotten about halfway to hundred. I've gotten about 50 some right now. And I really want to get to hundred badge so I can complete that. So this will be a good opportunity. So that'll be what I'm doing. And then, uh, I think it'll be uh, really, really pretty cool. For those of you who have received all six and have done the radar, so Joe, are you? Do you not have the radar yet? Uh, I've got your screen. I've gotten one, um, but I used it. So once you once you use it, it disappears, and you have to get it again. Uh, When you use it for Giovanni or the leader, or so when I used it for Sierra, it disappeared. Oh. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I guess so now I, I'm, I, I've now been totally I'm trashed by the leaders. Um, I still have it in in my uh, yeah in so, my screen. Yeah, so I'm now collecting pieces to compile a new one. Okay, um, and you can also buy them in the store for two hundred. Yeah, for two hundred yeah, coins. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, I was really torn. I know we're going back a few weeks when they had the special event for eight dollars. I was like, do I really want to do that? I'm like, well, sure, right? I mean, they know that I'm the kind of person that's going to want everything early. Um, But it was a little bit annoying because I I had the coins. If they had converted them into a certain number of coins, I could have probably done it that way. Yeah, if they had made it available in coins, um, then I would have done that as well. Yeah. So being able to get all of these will be great for getting uh, combining the the pieces um, into so that you can battle the different gym leaders or the, yeah. sorry, not gym leaders, the rocket leaders. Um, 
but yeah. And, and I, and I like kind of the way they did. They've been doing a couple of things that I, I'm glad they're not always just looking for coins, right? Like some of the poses and some of the stuff in the style shops you have to use coins for. And it's like, I get it, but also I wish they had some, some more options that were tied in. So when they did the Galarian, they had a few of those things for free, which I thought was nice. Um, now, if you did spend the $8 for the special event, you did also get a special uh, pose in the backpack. Or actually, the backpack was glaring, but you got the special pose. Silly it is, as it is. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, they do what they, they're going to do. Well, yeah, I think $3 billion later, they know what they're doing. <laughs> or at least they know how to make money off of it. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, it's, it's if you, you know, to talk about that for just a sec, I, I enjoy games. I play a lot of the Lego games on Xbox. I, do, I, I play various other games here and there. But this one has kept me for three plus years, right? It was 2016, I think, uh, in, in, in June or July. And I really enjoy it because you can do the quick, you know, play for just a couple minutes uh, on, the, on the way to work, stop. There's a nice park by my house that's got this, this, some stops in a gym. Or if I want to do community days and spend a few hours, I can do that as well. And I've really enjoyed what that's what that's all become. So it's it's got a long long tail ahead of it. So, yep. And uh, you know, with <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Um, with all of this, you know, being able to to spend money or not, you can play it how you're going to play it. Um, but one thing that you definitely should do is when you get around, hopefully after this rocket event. When you get around to facing off against Giovanni, you need to make sure that you activate a star piece on it. Have you seen oh. the, the numbers on that? Mm-mm, no. Okay, so the Stardust rewards are so you you get to Giovanni um, when if you if you line it all up right. So if you beat Looming in the Shadows when you beat Giovanni, which theoretically that should line up. Um, right. So beating Giovanni is five thousand Stardust. Finding Giovanni in and of itself is 2,500 Stardust. Completing um, Looming in the Shadows, the fifth step, is 3,000 Stardust. The bonus complete on Looming in the Shadows, four out of six, is 2,000. And so throwing a Stardust on that, you know, you're talking, what is that, uh, 12,500 Nice. So combine that with a Stardust and yeah. Double that up. Yeah. It's like 25,000 or something. That's well, sweet. Uh, is the star piece double? I thought it well, was it's 50%, 50%. You're right. Yeah. So, so 18, 19,000. Yeah. It's, it's, but that's great because I'm not sure about you. Um, if you're a, a Stardust hoarder or, um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I spent, well, I haven't been powering up stuff lately. So I've actually got, well, 380,000 almost which is right. is nothing compared to some people. Um, there's a guy that we're going to talk about later that has a ridiculous amount of Stardust. Um, but for now, you know, we're talking about Team Rocket. Uh, our very own Jacket K has uh, put together a nice little infographic to help uh, you know which Pokemon are going to pop up in the Grunt Battles. Oh, Nice. And so uh, it has all the different quotes, and then it shows which Pokemon specifically you can catch, and then which Pokemon you can fight but can't catch. 
And so it's it's a pretty good breakdown. There's actually only one type of team of rocket member where you can actually get a Snorlax off of it. So, you know, Charles probably won't be getting a new another Snorlax anytime soon. But poor Charles. <laughs> what's nice though is if you get the a Team Rocket grunt that says let's rock and roll, mm-hmm. it's guaranteed that it's gonna be a shadow larvatar that it spits out. Oh sweet. That would yeah. be nice. Can never have too many larvatars. That's for sure. Especially because uh this next community day. Yes. Um it's gonna be the end of year community day. Um and, and so, I think we were kind of all expecting this, right? That they did this last year. But. Yeah, they did do this last year, but they. What's nice about it, because I wasn't sure if they were just going to include the Pokemon from this past year or if they were going to include um, Pokemon from both years. Right. And, and so, this time they're going to do both 2018 and 19. Uh, and I think that's. Sort of. Sort of, not all of them. Yeah, so um, the the increased spawns are just the um, 20, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4. Yeah, that's just the this year's um, Pokemon. But um, they specifically said in the announcement that um, the eggs, the eggs that you can hatch will include Pokemon from both years. Um, and there's so there's special 2K eggs that you can hatch during the event that include all any of the um, the community day Pokemon. Um, but okay. they also specified where is it? I know I read it. Where yeah, so evolve evolving during this community day will provide exclusive moves featured during 2018 and 2019. Yeah, and that's and that's good because if you missed a month or you know, several months, this is your opportunity to get your complete move set. And for me, that was great because I missed October. So I'll be looking forward to that. And it's got the half egg distance. So that's good. So if the two kegs really become one K and theoretically, then you could drop, right. Uh, yep. And really shorten that out and then just keep hatching like crazy. Cause for a while there, it was, it's been a little rough that the hatching has been a little, hmm, not been not been the greatest. This will be exciting just to kind of clear out your eggs, get some new stuff, especially if you're missing something. So I think this one this will be a pretty exciting one. And it really covers both days, Saturday and Sunday this year. Yeah, and they actually split it up a little bit between Saturday and Sunday, which spawns are which. So on Saturday, the increased spawns are Swinub, Totodile, Trico, um, Torchic, Bagon, and Slackoth. Whereas Sunday is Mudkip, Turtwig, Chimchar, Trapinch, and um, Ralts. And the eggs actually have some differences in them as well. Um, so the ones that you can catch on their respective days show up in the um, eggs for those respective days. But then uh, the 2018 Pokemon for Saturday showing up in eggs are um, Bulbasaur... Charmander, Pikachu, Mareep, um, and Dratini. Whereas the ones showing up on Sunday in the eggs are Squirtle, Eevee, um, Chikorita, Cyndaquil, and Beldum. 
Um, and I know a lot of people are, uh, at least for me, the things I'm most excited about are evolving some more um, Larvitar and some more Beldum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, get so. the Metagross and get some really good tanky stuff and get that with Meteor Mash because that'll be a huge, huge one for PvP. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Meteor Mash is... he. There's a reason why he shows up in a ton of the different <clears throat> raid um, guides that, that we have. You definitely grab as many of the Meteor Mash Metagross as you can. Yeah. No, it'll be good. And then the exclusive moves... Pretty much you can do that anytime from 9 a.m. to 9, 9 a.m. Saturday morning all the way through 9 p.m. Sunday night. So that's good. So you can kind of do that. When you're done raiding, you're back at home. You catch up with that. Make sure that you get all your moves. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So but I saw the Eevee. If, if I may do it, Charles. If I see one more Eevee with a flower on its head, <laughs> I'm done. No more filthy casual. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, the hippie Eevee. Yeah, he is. He is permanently scarred from the hippie Eevee. Oh yeah, yeah. It was that was too much. So and like you said, there's the half e- uh, egg hatch distance, um, but then there's also two times catch Stardust and two times catch experience as well. Um, you know, at this point, the experience is meh for me, but that Stardust, I always like seeing that Stardust on there. Yes. So. So well, let's, let's, apparently let's chat. Terry, Terry Wolf doesn't get too crazy and start snorting it all again and ends up in the hospital. <laughs> um, and chat is, uh, is missing Charles. Your, your impersonation is making, <laughs> making him miss him. So we all, we do all miss Charles. Uh, we've actually got a question here in chat from worst underscore nightmare. Oh six asking if we can use TMs on, Pokemon that are already fully evolved in order to get the community day moves. Um, in the past, that has not been possible, and it doesn't say that it's possible in the announcement. So I would yeah, assume not. Yeah, I wouldn't not. think so. I think it was really, I think we maybe the first one or two, you were able to do that, right? But then not they turned that it off. I know or, of. Yeah. I, I th- thought there was something you kind of got away with with maybe the first community there day. Was, there was one community day. Oh, Maybe with um, Ralts. Ralts's community day had wasn't it? Ralts had two moves. There was one community day that had two moves. Maybe it was oh, okay. Torchic. I don't know. There was one community day where it actually had two moves, and if you used a charge TM, it would go to the secondary move automatically. Nice. Um, and so, I, I'm thinking that was Torchic because there was a fire move and there was a fighting move. So I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was Torchic, but I'm sure someone in chats or some someone's I know it because I do it myself. Someone is sitting <laughs> on the on the podcast listening, and they're like, "You idiot! It was this, this, this." Right. <laughs> um. But yeah. So well, make sure you email Joseph underscore Ard at. You can uh, you can send us your messages telling me how how dumb I am by going over to Twitch and going to at Pokemon Go Pod. So, you Joe, can, you know more you about Pokemon me. than I could ever hope to to learn. And, and, and in all in all sincerity, I do appreciate that because you have that history. I didn't really. I mean, I've heard of Pokemon, but until Pokemon Go came out, I really didn't know much about it. Now it's 
become. As some of you may know, I have an addictive personality, and this is now my current addiction. <laughs> yep. Um, and there's not really a good way to transition to this, but I think it's worth mentioning um, Niantic, within the past couple of weeks, rolled out their announcement about how they're going to handle sponsored stops. Mm -hmm. Um, and we talked about that on the show and with that, um, there are some sponsor stops that are gone now, uh, because they have not been re-upped. So the sprint mm -hmm. gyms and pokey stops are officially gone from the game. Wow. So that's actually yeah. too bad for me. Cause there's a couple that were near here. They were the boost mobile. I think it was one of their subsidiaries. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's unfortunate. Uh, I assume Starbucks is still in. I haven't heard that they're not, so I'm assuming okay. yes. Um, I don't drink coffee, so I don't go to Starbucks. But I don't either. Yet I still do. Um, but yeah, so with that, um, whenever a gym disappears, um, give it a few days, and your Pokemon will automatically come back. And any EX raids that were scheduled get canceled. It's unfortunate, wow. but that's how it happens. Um, so, but yeah. Now, I may be off on this. I thought I read somewhere on a blog or one of the sites that so other companies can now apply to be sponsored stops. And it wasn't unreasonable, like maybe 300 some dollars a month. Yeah. So it's, it was, it's actually cheaper than that. It's like, it, well, it depends on which, which version you want. And we, um, we talked about this a couple weeks back, and I had referenced it. Um, but if I'm remembering correctly, it's like $30 a month is what it, it boiled down oh, to. Um, well, <laughs> hey, guess what? I'm putting one out in my house now. <laughs> yeah, so um, here, let me pull up the that. Um, Come on, giant size team up. Let's go. My bad. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We'll we'll yeah. need one at uh, at Charles' we'll do a house. Patreon level. Yeah, Charles is, <laughs> he's got the fire pit right in the front house, front of his house. I'm sure they've got some conditions on that as well. But um, it's the information is um, nianticlabs.com/slash/sponsored-locations, and uh, it's towards the bottom where it actually tells you um, what it is. So it's. The standard subscription is $1 a day, a.k.a. build $30 monthly. And the premium subscription is $2 a day, so $60 monthly. The premium, um, for those that don't remember, the so standard gives you a Pokestop right. and, and allows you to actually alter the image and the description up to once a month. And the premium subscription gives you... Um, a uh, gym. I don't know why I was blanking on that. And it, and you can do a, it says one hour of traffic driving special mini game per month. It And, hmm. and then it gives an example, which is a scheduled raid battle. I wonder what other options that lets you have. Oh, so maybe raids or the shadow with the uh, team rocket. That'd be kind of cool. Hmm. Interesting. I may have to look into this. Dear, I need a Christmas present, but don't get me anything. <laughs> I'll take a pokey stop in my house, please. There you go. And then just leave the 
the your new gotcha evolve on yes all day so, how so are you, you bring that do you up? have that yeah do you <laughs> no, have it? so okay yeah i was actually on uh, another show talking about gifts for christmas and it's kind of a running joke that when i'm on podcast i will talk about pokemon somewhere and i thought you know what i've had uh, so i've got the original gotcha here and i've had it for a couple of years and i really i mean like i said i some people like it. Some people say it's not cool. I, you know, I'm, I'm obviously fine with it. And I think it encourages more playing because I know that there are times I cannot actively play, but I'm in a good area. So I get some catches. Like I said, the shinies. So well, I went and, to the and site. When you've got like six phones going at once. I have no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> Joseph. Um, that, you know, but you're right. And so, hey, I'm benefiting the economy, right? Uh, that it's 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 really cool and i'm like all right well let me get a link so i can put it on the show notes and so i go to the site and so there's the gotcha company and they've got a new app that or i don't know if it's new to update the firmware which was good but then they take you over to code junkies and they that's those are the people that actually make and sell the gotchas and all of a sudden i'm like gotcha ranger and this gotcha evolve and the evolve is a nice color screen it's a larger screen you know, with a wristband and a regular charger and i'm like Oh, I need this <laughs> right away. And Amazon had it so I could, because it's, uh, I think they're based out of the UK. And uh, so, but Amazon had it and uh, it was prime. And I'm like, click the button. It will be here tomorrow before nine. So <laughs> I will all let you know, know how it goes. But, you know, it's, again, it's really cool. And if you have a friend that plays and they don't have one, it might be a cool Christmas gift. Again. There you go. I've heard that the battery is slightly less than the normal gotcha, but that's probably because it has a lot of sure. neat uh, graphics that are displayed. And the gra- the um, from the looks of it, the display in and of itself is a little bit bigger than yeah. the original gotcha. Uh, yeah, it's and- got some more features. It's got step count built in. And it actually will show the battery level, which the current one, I don't believe it does. So, I mean, I got into the habit of pretty much putting on a charger each night. And, you know, frankly... I'm surprised that all my gotchas have lasted without problem. I mean, they can go days without charging. Uh, works really well. So they're well-built devices. There you go. Yeah, see, I've always preferred the haptic feedback from the Plus. Right. Um, just being able to actually feel myself push a button. <laughs> so, but, I mean, if you got a auto spin on and stuff like that, then, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah. Um, and, yeah. and it's one of those things, and again, it could be argued that is it fair or not. You know, when I have the thing running all day and I'm in the area that I'm in, I go through a ton of balls. But there are, if you're in a densely populated area, so if I'm downtown Chicago or I was traveling recently in some other major metropolitan areas, there are so many stops that you actually will end up collecting a ton of uh, Pokeballs, which is, which is kind of nice. So, you know collect a whole bunch and then you send, use them over a few weeks and you know that's that's the beauty of this game is you can spend money if you need to you can also work the system so you don't really have to and, and it, it's enjoyable either way yep and one thing i do wish with the gotcha or the plus i mean their underlying functionality is as far as the game goes is relative is the same um, right. because what, what's transmitted is it's just piggybacking off of what the plus can do. Anyway, um, what I really, really wish, and I've wished for three years 
is that while you're manually catching, it would let you spin stops with the Bluetooth device. Especially on, like, uh, Community I Day. I think it does. You can turn off the catch, I thought. So, no, you can turn off the catch. But if you're right. manually catching, like, if you go to the catch screen, right. the, the plus uh, is deactivated. Because what happens... Oh, because it won't spin for you. Yeah, my, my theory is, and it's... Um, which it's there's evidence to back up the theory, but basically your GPS information is mm -hmm. disabled while you're catching. Ah, and the reason I say there's information to back that up is because um, there are documented cases where spoofers have gone somewhere, click clicked on a Pokemon, gone back to their original location caught the Pokemon and it registered as being in the, their, that new location. Oh, okay. So for instance, they could get a Tropius and have it show caught in Detroit hmm. and okay. stuff like that. And that's not right. Now that's cheating. <laughs> 100%. Uh, yeah. Spoofing is, is definitely cheating and you will get banned for it. The gotcha, yeah. you will not get banned for well, and and they sell the original device, right? I mean, that's actually put out by Niantic, so I well, I, I agree with you. They don't; they're not making any more pluses now. They do have the Pokeball Plus that you can buy, right? Um, and there are rumors that a new um, Plus version is going to be coming out, but we don't have a lot of details on that. So, um, but speaking of other things that have gone away, um you may have noticed that you haven't seen any yaw mask since Halloween. That is true. The, and it has been officially confirmed, even though Niantic has never said anything. Um, but Niantic Indigo, which is one of the Niantic support people that is charged with actually going on Reddit and answering questions. Um, they have confirmed that yaw mask is not in the wild, completely gone. Uh, and was it was that was fully intended. It was intended to be a an exclusive um, spawn for the Halloween event. I yeah, wish it, it was, I wish they it was had pretty cool. Yeah, exactly, because you didn't know it was going to go away. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wish I wish they had communicated it a lot more. Um, and Jacket K mentioned specifically that the the Go Plus and the Pokeball Plus are made by well by the Pokemon company, um, but the gotcha is a third party, and that's why people frown on it. Ultimately, people have hacked their, which I mean, people frown on this sure. too, but they've they've hacked their plus. That that was happening like day one of the plus getting released. People opening it up, and um, what they were doing it was rerouting the wire from the vibrate, right into the input for the button press. So that the vibrate would auto instead of vibrating would trigger the catch or the spin. Sure, yeah, that's brilliant. You should be rewarded for that type of reverse engineering. Yep. Or or they uh, modified it so that they could put a, a USB chargeable battery in it. And yeah, there's been all kinds of stuff that people have have messed with. And there's actually a bunch of other third party Bluetooth devices that you could get um, that are. I apparently compatible. I haven't seen anybody use them, but I was 
looking at the Gotcha Evolve on Amazon, I did a search for it, and there was a whole bunch of other ones that came up that I had never heard of, and I was like, hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, so. you know, it's too bad that Pokemon Go is dead. <laughs> yep. $3 billion. They got buried mm. in it and suffocated. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so someone, who was it that made this infographic for us? Um, I will find it in just a minute. But someone put together an infographic for Wayfair. Uh, we talked a lot about that last week. Um, with Rob Roberts, but uh, it's a nice little infographic of what to do and what not to do with um, Wayfair, specifically when submitting uh, submitting points of interest. Um, do you see this uh, this infographic you have that, that pulled yep. up, Barry? Yeah, so that looks really cool that you can see where uh, you've got the different, uh, I'm trying to see where it is. I lost the screen here. So yeah, you want to take a good photo on this, which makes sense, right? You don't want garbage going in there. Um, don't go on to residential properties, which, okay, so <laughs> trying to tell me not to take a picture of my own place. But, <laughs> you know, there are places around here that I'm surprised are not because they've got some really beautiful statues. They've got some really cool public points of interest in parks that are completely unmarked. So I think that's a good way to do that. And then, um, you know, they give you some other tips about how to learn about how to grid it out, which is really interesting. So if you want to get into the details, this is a great infographic. But then also describe it, right? Don't just say, hey, it's a cool place or that we need more stops in our community. Just tell them exactly what it is, why it's important. Um, I know one of the interesting things that they do here in, in the Chicago area is they have historical markers. And so they'll famous people that may have been there, visited, or, or passed away, but those kind of cool history things tend to make good pokey stops. And those, in, and there's a statue park on the north side of Chicago that's just littered with them. So those are the kind of things that they're looking for. So definitely a great, uh, great way of getting into that community. Uh, but reading a little bit more about this whole Wayfarer thing that it's, um, you know, you want to not just submit, but you also want to be a reviewer, be a good member of that Wayfarer community and really try to just encourage people to submit them so that we're all, we're all part of this. And we just don't want to s submit junk, right? And I think you said mm -hmm. this last week. You don't want to just clog up the system with a bunch of, you know, hey, this is cool. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's not. It may be cool to you, but think about the bigger community. Um, you know, one of the things in, in the area that I'm in is the original McDonald's uh, used to be here. And so the original McDonald's for a long time was a pokey stop. Uh, sadly, they actually tore it down. It wasn't in good shape, but they uh, they moved it to a McDonald's nearby, and they actually moved the Pokey Stop along with it because they have a model of that original McDonald's. So you know that's that's cool history. Even if it's McDonald's, it's still the first one. That so, is pretty neat. Get out there and do that. Yeah. So that's and Joe, Joe, that's level forty people right now only. Yeah, level forty. Um, okay. And then, or if you're Ingress, I think it's level thirteen. 13, I think it's top, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, and make sure that whatever you, text you put in there, it actually just describes the point of interest that you're mm -hmm. saying. Like, don't mention Ingress, don't mention Pokemon Go, don't say, hey, please uh, accept this, I need more stops or anything like that. Right. Men mention why the location is should be considered for a stop 
or for a point of interest in the games. Yeah. And use your spell check and grammar check and make sure it's very professionally written. I think that'll get more attention and that'll probably have a better chance of being approved. Yep. Most definitely. Yep. 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 Um, now, right now, the uh, EX raid passes are for Regigigas. And our good friend El Gringo Suave is back with his um, Flork of Cows raid counters <laughs> for uh, the raid counter guides. So we have a raid counter guide here for Regigigas. And I absolutely love this one. <laughs> that one is brilliant. Oh, my. Okay, then. I think we know we, we know uh, <laughs> what, what to use here. Yeah. So, it's all about the Machamp. Exactly. It's just Machamp, 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 Machamp. Just yeah. throw, throw Machamps at it, punch him in the face with Machamp. Um, and then underneath it, in quotes, it says, I'm not cool enough to use Champ. And right. so it's got Hariyama, Breloom, um, I'm not sure what that note is. I'm blanking on his name. Ta- Toxcroak, I and, think. Okay, and then the Blaziken. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, Blaziken. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Toxicroak and then a Blaziken. And then, if you'll notice, actually up at the top, on top of Regigigas, is another Pokemon. Do you see which oh, one that one is? I'm looking and I can't quite see what it is. So that is actually Conkeldur, who isn't in the game yet, but when hmm. when Conkeldur is added to the game, is going to be a better fighting type Pokemon than Machamp. <laughs> Brilliant. So they, they went it, ahead and I gave him a little saying. Please release. Uh, oh, please release, yeah. 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 Please <laughs> re- please release into the game, basically. Nice. Um but yeah. So um and then, so we've got a an in-chat comment here from a couple of them, actually, from Dragon Knights, specifying a bunch of different bugs that they've had in-game. And to a certain extent, I've seen several of these as well. Um, so some of the bugs that they've mentioned, uh, which, I mean, to... For, as, a, as a player, it frustrates me, but as a programmer, mm-hmm. I get it. So sure. the, the first one here is... Um, losing GPS signal and getting disconnected from a raid, even though you're still right next to the the gym. Right. Um, and then if people don't jump out for you, you lose your raid pass because you might not be able to take it down by yourself. Um, there's another one that... Oh, yeah. So when you first get into the raid, the go uh, gets stuck up on the screen. Um, and so you lose... A bunch of seconds in the in the raid. Um, yeah, and Dragon Knight saying he lost uh, eighteen seconds, which really does make a difference when you're doing these raids. I've gotten them anywhere. You're down to oh, the yeah. last ten seconds or so, and you're like, "Oh, if I just had two more seconds, three more seconds, I would have completed it." Yeah. So yeah, it's a good point. There well, was, and, and the 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 other example he gives is that when your first party dies, it takes forever to load up your new party. I kind of wish that you could queue up a backup party right? so that you could just be like, boom, automatically jump back in with my backup party or just tell it automatically use whatever you suggest. Just let me back right. in and fight it. Now, wasn't there a 
uh, a way you could kind of hack this by setting up a blank group yes. and starting it that way? Yeah, so the the couple of seconds that you lose from the go, you can mitigate that by a, a second or two by setting up a blank preset team, telling right. it to use that team. It It will automatically kick you out. Assuming your phone is fast enough in the transition, you'll mm. gain a, a, f- a couple of seconds off of that because usually right. you, you lose about four to five seconds from the go. Yeah, and I, I've definitely seen it where the go just sits there and hangs, and it's extremely frustrating. It's like, come on, come on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Losing losing that time is is pretty big. Um, every second. And Dragon Knight's making me feel bad. I I really wish got those eighteen seconds lost out on uh, Pinsir, uh, Aerodactyl, and two Espeon raids. Oh man, that's rough. That is rough. That is rough. But uh, yeah, you know, talking about raids, we also have an infographic here from um, for Tarakion, who is going to be coming out. Um, when is that coming out? It's pretty soon here. Next week, I think. Yeah. I think so. Maybe I should just check the infographic from a wonderful <laughs> one as well to see when Tarakion is coming to raids. So... Uh, Terrakian starts on November 26th in raids. Oh yeah. So five days. Excellent. Yep. So, so this upcoming week, we're going to get Terrakian raids. And basically what you want to use is psychic type Pokemon, grass type Pokemon, or Metagross. I mean, that's the, that's, it depends on the weather. So the, the guide here has weather boost for you. Um, but regardless of the weather boost, Mewtwo is always good. So now is it Mewtwo with Shadow or just Mewtwo in general? Uh, Mewtwo with uh, um, Psychic or Psycho Cut, actually. Um, so double Psychic Mewtwo is what you want to use against it. Nice. Um, and then Metagross is always uh, good against it as well. And then depending on the weather, it moves around the um efficacy of each of each pokemon um but you can't go wrong with grass water or fighting types as secondary uh pokemon to use so but when in doubt just throw me two at it sounds like a plan to me so now if they just have more mewtwo's available for me to catch (laughs) yep my uh my friend that I talked about him at the beginning um, that I traded my Galarian Weezing with, he actually has a shiny Mewtwo on each of his accounts oh, that nice. has Shadow Ball on both of them. And he's waiting um, to get lucky friends between his two accounts to trade it to to each other. So Very cool. Nice. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Got to do those lucky trades. Yep. 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 Um, so yeah, so we're currently in super effective week, um, and that part of that is the release of shiny Tentacool and Tentacruel. And did you actually mention that you grabbed one of those just before the show? Yeah, on the way home, I was able to grab a shiny Tentacool, so I will probably uh, evolve it up. It's not the strongest; it's got good defense, but you know, it's it's it might be actually worth for. You know, like you were saying, tankiness in the uh, Rocket Leader raids. So I, I might give that a shot for the fun of it. There you go. Yeah. 
And then, so we talked about uh, Kobe. Well, we talked about Tarakion coming in on the 26th. So Kobalion is going away. Yep. And then on the 27th, uh, the Friend Fest is starting. So that's got increased spawns for the Nidoran families. Um, it's going to have half Stardust for trades. And um, you can do up to two special trades per day. Uh, and then yeah. also, that, and that, I think that was good timing. Like you were saying with Thanksgiving, people are traveling, get a good chance to, to do a couple exchanges instead of just the one. Exactly. Um, and then the attack boost when raiding, which you already get an attack boost, but it's even higher. Um, so like I said before, I'm expecting to see some interesting, um, videos of what wasn't possible before. Right. So like, Oh, I can now solo this guy because, or well, solo not really because you wouldn't get the attack boost. We can now duo, <laughs> duo, duo. My mime junior attacking a cobalion. Uh, <laughs> exactly, and so yeah, so that'll be fun. And we already talked about community day, um, but I don't think we actually specified the dates. That's December fourteenth and fifteenth. So that's right. a Saturday, the second Saturday and Sunday of of. December. So that should be a lot of fun there as well. If we're not covered in two feet of snow here in Chicago. Uh, it'll probably be like 80 degrees here. Uh, <laughs> All right. No, not really. That's a bit of an exaggeration. Might but, be where Charles is, though. Yeah. No, it's... Um, it was in the 50s today. Nice. <laughs> so cold. Um, <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Joseph, you're fired. <laughs> But, uh, so it's been a couple of years, but we had reversal on, um, early on year one of Pokemon go. And he put out a a post on Silk road today, uh, talking about a Japanese trainer, uh, Kaya Rorina hit 1 million catches, um, and is, as far as we know, is the first trainer to accomplish this milestone to hit one million catches. One million four is your screenshot. Walked twenty thousand kilometers and won seventy six thousand battles. Now that is amazing. Yeah, uh, and reversal actually. The top comment he breaks it down. He said, in order to pull this off, he had to catch over eight hundred Pokemon every single day since the game launched. Yeah, <clears throat> that's that's dedication, or yep. it's crazy. I'm not sure, but I mean, you hear of some of these people that the, the number of catches or their experience. Uh, that one person that was at GoFest Chicago, I th- think from South Korea, that has the most experience points of anybody at a billion or something. I mean, that's it's 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 really cool. I mean, I do think that dedication is amazing, but it's also like wow, <laughs> well, <laughs> a, a lot of time. Apparently, there's a station, um, Kinshicho Station, where mm-hmm. it's apparently it's easy to catch 200 Pokemon per hour there. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, in some of these train stations by themselves, will have multiple stops. But then if you have some of those historical things or especially in Japan, I mean, uh, for business, I've been there a couple of times. It is every intersection is just like four gyms 
tons of Pokestops. I mean, that's literally a place that I couldn't get rid of my Pokeballs because it was just constantly catching and stuff. So it is definitely a fun, fun place to play. And so I, I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's just, that's rather impressive. Yeah. Um, so this one is more of a discussion. You Have you played any of the main series games, especially nope. the more recent ones? Okay. Nope. So a um, user on on Reddit um, by the name of Dusky Xlops um, posted a question um, as a discussion item. If if people would like to see Wonder Trade get added to Pokemon Go, um, so for those of us that those of you that have not played the main series game, Wonder Trade is where you just send a a Pokemon into to trade. You just put it into a pool to trade, and you get a random Pokemon from somebody else. You have no idea okay. what you're gonna get. So it's not the usual trade where you know exactly what you're getting. Exactly. So it could be, you know, something from Japan where you just got a huge amount of uh, distance on your distance medal, and it would just cool. be a complete surprise. Um, and so, like, for instance, Wonder Trade, you could just grab a whole bunch of Tauros and go bloop, 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 bloop. Right. Toss, toss them into the, the ecosystem. So it, it could ruin pokemon go to a certain extent um but it could be really neat i mean it'd be an awesome surprise that oh i just got a tropius i didn't have a tropius before <laughs> right you know, something like that now and if they did do it they could they could restrict it so you couldn't do regional pokemon but um right or it could like a certain number i assume they'll limit like the number you could do a day oh yeah i would assume that as well and what I would really like before this, and I've said it before, is that if you become lucky friends, you should be able to trade long distance with lucky friends. Totally agree. So. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing, because like you look at someone like Nicole here, uh, who's you know in in Austria. Um, I have another friend who lives there, and it's like we can't do anything. I have people that I work with in Japan, and there are several of them that are crazy about Pokemon, and. So like once a year we can get together because I've got a meeting there or vice versa. And it really is kind of fun because they were in Chicago. Uh, this would have been in August or September. And we had GoFest. So we had uh, Pachirisu. And they were like beyond thrilled that we could trade it. But you could only do one trade. And then it's like, okay, well, you, you've got other stuff that I want. I have other stuff you want. And we, we won't be able to do it for maybe another year. And, you know, so we did uh, do the friendship and, you know, very quickly we got up to best friends is, you know, pretty much every day we were trading. So if you had that mechanism in there, it would be worthwhile. Like we're best friends and we can do a lucky trade or whatever. Let us do it over extreme distances. Cause I think that wouldn't, it would enhance the game. 100%. Um, now, just like battling, it might be hard to actually coordinate with, with these distance trades, but sure. I still think it would be an awesome addition to the game. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, I think in general, I mean, they've been pretty good about making some good quality of life changes over the years. So hopefully at some point that'll come, but probably nothing till 
you know, maybe that's something they implement next year for GoFest, which better be in Chicago. Just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's to hoping. Yeah. It's, they've got it down to a pretty good system there in Chicago. So. No, it's, it's worked out really well. And it is centrally located. And I think it's cool that they're, they're doing more. Like you've got Germany, they, they had the Montreal one. Um, obviously Japan's got one. So. I mean, I think they really should try to do more of them, but I like having this one really big global one that people come from all over. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, Niantic, they're starting to get their hands in a lot of different cookie jars. And they, uh, just this past week, announced yet another AR game that they are have in the works. So this is Catan World Explorers. Have you played uh, Settlers of Catan before, the board game? No, I've heard about it, but uh, yeah, not really too familiar with it. Yeah, so they've announced an AR version of Catan, um, and the description is, there's only a couple of paragraphs here, uh, three paragraphs, um, but the graphics look a lot like Wizards Unite, um, More that's more similar to Wizards Unite than it is Pokemon Go, uh, and it's... I, I love Catan. I'm just trying to figure out how it works as an AR game. Um, based on the description, it sounds like it's going to have teams. You know, go figure, since all of their AR games have teams. Um, and you are racing to acquire victory points in the game. Um, and so, for those who have never played Catan, it is a... Um, it's a game where you build up a, set, a settlement. It's a settlement building game where you have, you use different resources to build um, towns and cities and roads and things like that. So it'll be interesting to see how this pans out in AR form. Um, yeah, I mean, and I, I'm glad that they're pushing it. I think <clears throat> we're going to see more and more of this, right? There's lots of rumors about... You know more Google Glass, Apple coming out with something with augmented reality. So I think it's 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 pretty cool that they've got this, and I think Pokemon Go is in the right place at the right time with, of course, a ton of IP. So I, I want to see where they can keep pushing this because I think Wizards Unite, I enjoy it, I still play it, um, but it's kind of like eh, I do my dailies and I do community days, um, but it's kind of the 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 mechanism of of doing your casts. Every day, it's, it's it's not as fun to me as, as catching Pokeballs. Taking a game like this where you're doing the settlements and stuff and you can see more of what you're creating, I think that could be really intriguing. And I'd like to see that kind of take off because I think there are just swaths of areas that these games could go into that they haven't done before. And if they get to the point where they have glasses or something that's relatively non-obtrusive, these games could really take off because that, that would be cool. I mean, sure, it's cool to look at your phone and see this stuff, but if I can wear something and have it in a mode where all of a sudden I'm walking down the street and I see Pikachu or whatever, that would be really cool. So I, I think this would be something I would I'd, I'd definitely dip my toes into and see what it's like, and who knows? Maybe I get hooked to something else. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how many teams that they have. So in the board game... There's six different colors, and in the the top uh, image, it shows 
three different colors. And in one of the screenshots, it shows a fourth uh, color. So they hmm. might have six different teams, possibly. Wow. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that pans out, because I imagine that some teams are just going to get completely overrun. Well, yeah, and you went from the three with Mystic Instinct and uh, the best, of course, Valor, and then <laughs> go to four with the Hogwarts, uh, you know, the the different houses. So I can see going up to six, because I think there is some value in having that community and saying, okay, I want these teams or I want this group and to cater to those different types. And I, I don't know enough about the game to say what that would be, but I also think it does create some, some fun stuff. Obviously we're joking around being, you know, on the right team or the wrong team, but it, it, um, you know, again, this gameplay just continues to evolve and I just, it's, it's to me is so exciting. So here's to it. So when, when did they say it would be out? Is or is it just, too uh, early they haven't right specified yet. Um, but you can pre-register if you go to KatanWorldExplorers.com. So, all right, we will just have to wait and see. There is no Fantastic. no estimate on it yet. Yeah, yeah, and I think they've learned so much, right, from the challenges of the initial go live with Pokemon Go. Wizards Unite went out pretty strongly, and we really don't see too many of those issues anymore. And I think. That in itself is a good thing because now you can focus more on the content and, and the gameplay because you it, that's that initial startup is so important and uh, so yeah we'll see when it, well, maybe it'll be uh, next next uh, fall. There we go. Do you know what time it is, Joe? Is it time for random trivia? It is time for random trivia. How did you know? Oh, but where's the echo? <laughs> Mike will do that in the post. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it's time for random trivia. trivia. And uh, this week I actually wanted to talk about Giovanni. Um, so you I may or may not have already faced off against him um, here uh, in Pokemon Go. Um, but he has been around since Generation 1. Um, he has spawned a ton of different rumors from people thinking he might be um, Ash or his counterpart Red's father to all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, so Giovanni is a mafia-like character. Um, he In Generation 1, he's a gym leader. Uh, he is the leader of Team Rocket, whose goal is to uh, get the strongest Pokemon and use them to um, basically do whatever they want. Uh, to use the power of Pokemon to to f as their muscle in in the world. Um, you know, with that mafia theme going on, and he has popped up in. Um, Let's see. He's popped up in Generation 1. He's popped up in Pokemon Go. Um, he's in the the anime, of course. Um, he's popped up in um, Generation 2. Um, with uh, Well, he's popped up in Heart, uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Uh, popped up in Black 2 and White 2. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, 
He's in the Let's Go games. He's in Pokemon Stadium. I mean, he's all over the place. He is the the big bad for the long for the longest time. Gotcha. Um, in the anime, he uses uh, Mewtwo to fight. Um, that's where we get the armored Mewtwo is uh, from Giovanni, um, and he. So his 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 gym is kind of a weird gym in in Generation One because all of the Generation One gyms have their own specialties as far as uh, type goes, but okay. his gym, I guess if if I had to say a um, motif would just be strength uh, because he, there's fighting type Pokemon. There's normal type Pokemon, there's ground type Pokemon, and poison type Pokemon. I think that's all of them. I might be missing a couple. Um, but yeah, so he's got a slew of different types that are represented. Um, one of his main uh, Pokemons that he uses is Nidoqueen, Persian, and Rhydon. And yeah, he... By the time you get there, in general, especially Generation 1, he he isn't that big of a challenge at that point. Um, and definitely not in Generation 2. I mean, the in Generation 2, it's um, the gym leader that has a mill tank that most people stumbled on. Huh. Um, yeah, which is kind of funny in and of itself. But, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. And yeah, he he even pops up in. Um, I mean, he just pops up all over the place. So he he is the the biggest bad throughout Pokemon. And I've always thought that the uh, the theories of him being Ash's father are kind of silly. Um, but you know, it's kind of a weird. S- Star Warsy kind of parallel. Uh, yeah, well, so Ash, Ash's father isn't mentioned hardly at all, and so, um, yeah, people people have all kinds of different weird theories when it comes to to Pokemon. Some of them more believable than others. Yeah, and uh, and this is one of those areas that I mean, I'm always interested when you talk about this because I don't have the backstory, I don't have the history. Yet there's so much there, and it's fascinating. And I actually, I think it was sometime over the summer, I went on Netflix and started watching the original anime. And I was just like, I, I was beside myself, like, oh, my God, this is so cool, because it's, here's the game come to life, yet it was from 20-plus years ago. And so it is really, then I think that's the one thing that Pokemon has against almost any other game, is you have such a vast treasure trove of information, backstory. So if you're into it and you have the back knowledge like you do, Joe, it's, it, it enhances it. But it doesn't detract or take away from someone like me who's just learning this stuff. I mean, I'm replacing all sorts of really critical information with the name of 300-some Pokemon. <laughs> oh, no, there's there's over 800. Yeah, great. <laughs> as long as I don't forget things like my daughter's birthday and my wife's uh, anniversary, I'm good. Yeah, you should be good to go. Yeah. Um but yeah, so Giovanni, 
love to hate him. He his portrayal actually is kind of as a a potentially redeemable uh villain. Uh there's different times where he respects Ash for his dedication and kind of wonders if he should be um he he wonders about the bond between Ash and his Pokemon. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, so this has been a wonderful episode. Uh, if you wanted to contact us, you can, well, Barry, you can reach out to <laughs> him at folk B on Twitter. <laughs> right. And, um, yeah, most of the social media, it's probably the same. So it's F U uh, L K B and, uh, reach out to me and, uh, uh, love to do that. If, if, uh, if Joe, if I may, Mm-hmm. I'm happy to have some more friends. So uh, my friend code's 5540-4580-7252. So happy to uh, – got a few spots that uh, I could use, or I could just remove uh, Rock out of podcasting because he never sends me gifts. <laughs> Does he even play anymore? Do we even know? I don't uh, know. Yeah, I haven't heard him on the podcast. I'm no, he, worry. he should be back next week. Um, and if I, so next week with, uh, it being Thanksgiving on Thursday, we're going right. to actually be recording on a different day. Uh, we're going to record on Friday and I believe we're going to try for two thirty um, PM Eastern as our record time. Sorry. I, I've got a dentist appointment at that time. Oh, why? Um, and we're actually, yeah, Joe, come on, Joe, uh, two th- um <laughs> but uh we're actually gonna do and we're gonna have to see how well this works but our plan is to do a call-in show for our patrons on discord um nice. so we're gonna have a voice chat set up there where people can join us and talk about their experiences and um whatnot so that is the plan for uh, next week, that is again Friday, Black Friday at two thirty p.m. Eastern time, um, and you have to be a patron. So head on over to Patreon.com/slash/PokemonGoPodcast if you want to get in on that. Um, every tier gets you access to the Discord. So yeah, it's uh, as you as you know, I've been a patron for a long time, and I'm, I'm thrilled to have gotten the cool. Uh, 3D printed stuff, uh, gotten the picture you brought uh, when you came up from Chicago. So it's 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 a huge value. The Discord group is great. Uh, love hanging out there uh, when I can, and uh, it's uh, and support the show. It's uh, it really is is the best Pokemon Go podcast out there. Oh, well, thank you. Um, and if you'd like to reach out to us, you can send an email to show at PokemonGoPodcast.com. Uh, if you would like to actually have your voice on the show, you can go to PokemonGoPodcast.com and there is the SpeakPipe tab on the right-hand side. Click on that. And, or you uh, can let Joe sleep at your house for Go Fest. <laughs> That's right. And then uh, I'll invite you on the show. Um, <laughs> if you want to see the sources ahead of time or add sources like a couple of people did this past week, you can go to Reddit.com slash R slash PokemonGoPodcast. 
Um, if you prefer social media, you can find us on Facebook at Pokemon Go Podcast or Twitter at Pokemon Go Pod. If you'd like to tune in live, like we have uh, quite a few viewers here tonight, you can go to twitch.tv slash Pokemon Go Podcast. Normally, we record at 8 p.m. every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, but again, next week, Black Friday, it will be 2.30 p.m. Uh, and it'll be a special call-in show. If you, cool. If you wanted to get um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Squirtles shirt... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, th- oh, I thought we were going to be safe. Oh, no. Uh, it, it looks like it is oh, no you got longer it, there. You? Oh, no. We, we have been... It has been removed. Congratulations. That's two now. That is that is two. Oh, no. Uh, so we will probably be putting back up the original t-shirt while we design a new t-shirt, but you can go to tiny.cc slash capital G capital S capital T capital U. So uh, to grab some of the other giant size team up shirts that are available there. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll need to design a new, a new shirt there. Um, and then we do have a YouTube channel. Uh, if you, I, we would love it if you would go over there and subscribe. It is the giant size team up YouTube channel. Um, and there is a folder in there specifically for Pokemon go podcast. Um, but right now it's the channel is a whole bunch of random numbers that were random letters and numbers that were assigned to us by YouTube. Uh, once we reach a certain threshold of subscribers, we can actually pick our name so we would love it if you would go out there and subscribe uh that would be awesome um you can follow me at joseph underscore ard you can follow charles at rock god of pod um, and those are both on twitter and like we mentioned before you can follow barry at folk b and if i'm not mistaken barry you have a podcast yourself do you not um, I participate in a couple, but primarily there's a Apple Macintosh based one called for Mac eyes only. Uh, and it's, um, it's been around for a long, long time. And one of the fun things that they do is they do a festival in Chicago every year, uh, called Mac stock. And it's a great community based event, uh, just West of Chicago. <clears throat> Mike Potter's the host does a great job. I've helped out with some of the social events in the past, and it's just a great uh, ch- chance to meet up with everybody. And the, the amazing thing is it's actually hosted in Woodstock, Illinois, which is the home of the Terry Wolf. So Terry usually hangs out with us a bit. And uh, sorry we didn't get to see him this week, but hopefully he's doing okay and recovering from his uh, stardust addiction. <laughs> there we go. And uh, tune in next time to theoretically hear Charles in his triumphant return. Yes. I can't wait. So thank you so much for having me on and great chatting with everybody in the uh, Twitch chat tonight. And uh, thanks again.